All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Can you see it? Did you notice? Checked, but the puck comes right to Pedersen, who tries a bank pass for Besser. In with a shot, he scores! Moments notice, it arms Demko involved. I wanted them in and down. Wow. We should do a radio show together. <laughs> right on. I want to fist bump you right now. Pearl steals, cutting in, shoots, scores! Don't waste all the good stuff on the off air. Let's go.
Alright guys, joining us now for this Thursday Keeping Up With The Media special edition of Canucks Conversation. You can find his work at Daily Hive, uh, which is also Offside as well. Make sure to check that out. It's Rob, the hockey guy, Rob Williams. How you doing, Rob? Hey, Chris. Yeah, pretty good. Yourself? Doing pretty good. Uh, it's funny, the last sporting event that I remember going to was Rugby Sevens, and I was, you know, with you in Daily Hive. That was a lot of fun. Like, it, it's crazy to see the world change so much with all the sports being canceled, but I, I wouldn't mind talking about the Rugby Sevens a little bit, actually, to start. What did you think about this year's event? It was pretty pretty fun to take in for myself. Yeah, it, <laughs> we were fools, weren't we? Just, like, <laughs> going out and about, just, like, kind of... <laughs> <laughs> milling about in the big stadium because yeah. that was um i think that was the saturday and sunday right before so it was like sevens would have wrapped up like three days before the nba shut down right, right so yeah. it's pretty wild how it went it all it all just changed um but yeah no um sevens is great i, I remember the the um the first edition of it was it in 2016 in, in vancouver and i remember going to that it was um I was still fairly new on, on the job at uh, Daily High, so I hadn't been to a lot of uh, big sporting events. So that was one of the first big events that I'd ever been to, and, mm-hmm. and I knew nothing about Sevens. I'd never seen a Sevens match before. I'd only kind of known from what I had um, you know, asked friends about and stuff and, and did a bit of research before I went. And, and then just talking Patrick Johnson's ear off the entire time <laughs> to try yeah. to figure out what the hell is going on, but I was hooked right away. Um, so I got to talk so cool. about this a little bit because Patrick's uh, he's coming on the show tomorrow, which will be Friday for everyone listening. Um, can you touch on it? Because I've talked to a lot of people about it, but how much of a superstar is PJ uh, at this Rugby Sevens event? Hey, PJ is a star at, <laughs> at every event, but especially so at uh, at Rugby Sevens. Uh, all the local media know him. All the all the he's rubbing shoulders with all the rugby people all the rugby, all the team canada players know him so yeah no patrick's uh, well versed in, in the sport so uh yeah no he's he's a he's a legend among legends there for sure yeah day two he was sitting away from me i think that might have been because of the 400 questions that i asked him about rugby on the first day but uh yeah anyways i saw him a little bit on the second day uh i, I had to throw you off a little bit because rob the hockey guy had to start with a rugby question but i wanted to ask about something because uh you came in um to bcit in my sports broadcasting class and you came and talked to the class and it was a lot of fun kind of hearing your story and and daily hive story i guess and the the thing was kind of funny because you quickly left that studio to go straight to a flight for an awesome uh, experience you want to just talk about what that was like <laughs> uh, yeah no, i know <laughs> i i was joking at the time i think that i that, that you know having to run to catch a flight <laughs> made me sound really important but um, yeah. but yeah no, literally i caught the caught the last flight to uh flew into calgary and then took a um took like a, a vehicle to uh to lake louise and and i was at this um uh, it's it's this big pond hockey tournament to the Lake Louise classic that they have, uh, that they have every year. And it was uh, pretty spectacular. And it was, a, I mean, full disclosure, it was a, I was there as a guest of Apple and, and they were kind of showing us the new iPhones and all that sort of stuff. And, um, so we were taking, taking a bunch of pictures on the iPhone and, and doing all that. Um, and, uh, got an unreal experience just, um, checking out the pond hockey, uh, there's a few other, uh, I don't know, influencers there as well. <laughs> Pavel Barber and uh, uh, Jeremy from How To Hockey. Some these big Insta stars yeah. uh, were there. Well, 
And uh, so that was kind of cool. And yeah, no, I mean, like playing pond hockey on Lake Louise, uh, like what a setting! Like that was pretty, pretty incredible. So that was that was a really neat experience. Yeah, that's right. I just saw Rob the TikTok guy uh, dropped his first video uh, from Lake Louise. I saw that the other night. <laughs> yeah, man. You know what? I finally bit the bullet. I, I've, in, I, I've had a TikTok account for a few months, and then I'm like, okay, you know, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna figure out how this works, and and uh, did something pretty simple. So well, that's good. You got another I shot on a shot on an iPhone 11 Pro, obviously. Uh, what, what did you uh, did you pick up any tricks from Barbara? I mean, seeing some of the stuff that he pulls off is just ridiculous. Oh, like, God. were you uh, picking his brain or trying to get some tips or anything? Oh my God, no, uh, man, he's unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, his hands are just insane. Um, no, I mean, I wouldn't even wouldn't even know where to start. I mean, like, <laughs> have to have to get a beginner's program. The funny thing is, I was talking to him about it. Um, I don't know if you've seen like the Wyatt posts it. Is he's posted it like? A million times since the photo was taken. It was a photo from uh, where he won, like, he got, like, the winner's medal and I got, like, the silver medal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was at the play on ball hockey tournament. They had, like, a media game or something. So, um, and he, Wyatt still posts it to this day, just whenever he, just whenever <laughs> he wants to get a rise out of me. And I remember that vividly because I had just, I, like, pulled my hamstring or popped my hamstring or something. I, I was basically on one leg. Well, hobbling around and I was thinking it was going to be like a pretty easy media game like you normally you play with like a lot of out of shape guys yeah. right and it's a few years ago too so I was a little bit younger <laughs> I'm like okay I can just kind of hobble around <laughs> and play defense and I'll be all right well Wyatt had freaking Pavel Barber on his team I'd, I'd never <laughs> I'd never heard of the guy yeah I'd never heard of him so he's just coming in all of a sudden holy hell this guy's like flipping the ball in the air bouncing it down I ended up in one of his videos on <laughs> he posted to social media because he like danced by me and I all I could do is just like give him a shove with my glove like I was just <laughs> I couldn't couldn't move so anyways so yeah try, try getting Pavel Barber at, at 100% is is hard enough so <laughs> I'm just um, picturing that play of uh, like I always remember that Randy Moss one where he was going up against Darrell Rivas and uh, Darrell Rivas just gets burned by him and he starts grabbing the hamstring I'm just picturing you now just like mm. get dangled and just quickly grab the hamstring and make an excuse or something no no I just <laughs> I, I just would get out there I was just trying to cross check him or something yeah <laughs> anything to push him off off balance so there you go yeah well you know you mentioned TikTok a little well, I mentioned TikTok a little bit earlier. I'm spending a lot of my time on it, um, definitely hours uh, every day. But uh, it's been kind of cool to see, you know, some of these these athletes come out and start to use these things, whether it's weird workouts that they're doing, whether they're squatting their dog or, you know, Tanner Pearson taking shots at his kid, which, by the way, he's shooting pretty hard uh, at a baby. But uh, <laughs> what have you thought about uh, some of these athletes, you know, coming out and kind of opening up a little bit on social media? Because it seems like when they're in season or even when in their off season, they don't really do this kind of thing. Oh man, I'm thinking like, thank God, this is content for Daily Hive yes. because there's nothing else going on. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's it's uh, it's Slim Pickens out there right now, and then all of a sudden, Kevin Bieksa uploads some like social media gold. <laughs> uh, I think he's got to be the, the top TikTok athlete, past or present, yeah. hasn't he? Like, he's amazing on TikTok. Um, I think I've written three articles loosely based off of that, <laughs> off of one of his TikTok videos already, yeah. um, because they're pretty entertaining um but yeah no it's 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 interesting to see i mean just like i think everyone's a little bit more active on social media and sharing a few more things than they maybe normally are and and athletes uh, especially um man hockey players are still kind of boring though <laughs> <laughs> right i mean there's a few guys that are okay but yeah i caught uh, i caught adam but... twitch stream today he's playing nhl 
Uh, you might have said yeah. 40 words in the 20 minutes that I watched. So it wasn't the, it wasn't the yeah. best entertainment. It wasn't like wide like, stream, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Like comparing it to like basketball players, like oh, like yeah. Serge Ibaka is holding <laughs> a a talent a talent show like every two days on Instagram, wow. and he's giving like twenty thousand dollars to charity, like to like a COVID nineteen yeah. charity in your area of of the whoever wins or something, and like like that just I, I remember just like when I'm watching sometimes when I watch like athletes and other sports I'm like. A hockey player would never do this. No. This would be just so outrageous for a hockey player to do something like this. So yeah. um, it's pretty funny. I, I, and I, I kind of laugh at some of the um, – and I, I feel bad for, like, knocking hockey players for being boring because, like, they're like, – I, mean, I would say, by and large, like, hockey players uh, tend to be mild-mannered, pretty down-to-earth, yeah. you know, not like divas like you might find in other sports, but it – tends to be kind of boring and they kind of go on autopilot and and play interviews really safe i mean there's there's yeah. exceptions to the rule of course um but it's pretty funny like when you watch like some of these guys on these uh these zoom calls that the nhl's put together and they're they're trying to ask guys like fun <laughs> questions and like what was it john Tavares like to basically gave a no answer on like who he didn't want to be quarantined with he yeah. was like oh i can't think of anybody it's like come on Dude, like, have like some fun thing. You mentioned that, and uh, Quads just brought it up. He was on the uh, the call with Pearson. Uh, I think, you, yeah, you might have seen this, but Quads comes in, and uh, he forgot that he he was on a Zoom call the other night, and he was joking around with his friend, so he had the crusty crab from SpongeBob uh, has his background. So he hops on the screen, uh, the video starts up, and Tanner Pearson sees uh, just uh, the crusty crab in David's face uh, in front of it. So he uh, he got a laugh out of Pearson with that one, but he maybe didn't uh, didn't impress Canucks PR very much but Uh-oh, that's man. that's another cool thing that they are kind of doing because yeah this is you know this is a situation that's so strange obviously we've never really gone through this type of thing of sports with everything being shut down uh but you know with yourself and daily hive and offside and everything like how has it been going for you guys because it's, it's been tough on everyone in this industry it seems like yeah you know what i mean i would say that there's some days some days are harder than others to find content um but i've you know i I often say like i I wear a lot of hats like i'm trying to cover um i'm not sure if many people that that follow me on uh on twitter even realize but like i i also cover uh sports news in toronto montreal and calgary edmonton Mm -hmm. as well so um trying to balance all of those things at once can be challenging i'd say so in some ways it's like okay this is actually like manageable now i can kind of get to the things i want to get to um but obviously it's it's not you know we're not dissecting games we're not dissecting um you know trades even i mean you can't even really talk about trades or free agency or even the draft because you just we just don't know what's going to happen so and you know in that sense it really sucks um but you know what we're finding some we're finding some interesting things to 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 cover i think anyways and and um having a bit more time to to actually kind of dive into to different topics and and um you know, kind of stick my teeth into, uh, you know, I had an article just up recently about um, the Arizona Diamondbacks and they, how they visited Vancouver. Um, and I know it was, an, it was you know, an, uh, the Athletic broke the story a couple, a couple, geez, month and a half, two months ago yeah. um, about how they had visited Vancouver. And, but the whole, you know, the whole background of it was that, it, that Diamondbacks were, 
coming just just as a contingency, just in case they needed a short term place to play. And it turned out that um, somebody that I spoke to and quoted in the article said that, well, yeah, they were doing that, but they were also looking at potentially, you know, what is the, you know, what, what is Vancouver like as a baseball city long term, perhaps? So if they have to move, um, it sounds like they're kind of interested in Vancouver. So I thought that was really interesting. Uh, I didn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't hold my breath for it to happen, but I, but I just think it's kind of interesting to kind of dive in on that and really, uh, uh, you know, spend a lot more time on an article than, than maybe I have time for during, during a busy hockey season. Yeah, absolutely. I always thought that, you know, baseball would work in Vancouver. Like, I feel like the, the atmosphere that you have at a baseball game is a very Vancouver type of thing. That's just the way that I feel. And like, I'll throw the question to you because we've had basketball in Vancouver. It didn't last very long. But do you think that you know baseball would do a lot better, the same as basketball, or even worse? I guess I don't know if you can get worse than uh, the Canadians run here, but like or the Grizzlies run. Um, but yeah. do you think that you know baseball would be something that would thrive in Vancouver? It sure seems like you know a lot of people here would enjoy it. But you need a big fan base to have an MLB team that you know makes money and profits. Yeah, you know what we did it. We did an in-depth piece a few years ago on on if basketball would work in Vancouver again. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that just from talking to like Arthur Griffiths and I mean, I guess Arthur Griffiths is one one of the main ones, but uh, Tom Manek was really uh, knowledgeable on it as well. Was just how much Vancouver's changed since we had the two teams, like yeah. the two major pro teams. Um, you know, Vancouver's grown a lot since then. Uh, you know, there's there's a lot of money in the city. Like there, there's so many things that have changed since then, and now it's you know it's been 19 years since the team left. Yeah. Um, so I think there's 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 something to be said that, that of Vancouver changing as a city. So that, and and let's t- put basketball to the side now. How would it work for MLB? I think there are a lot of baseball fans in in Vancouver. I just, I, I'm not sold on BC Place. I mean, that, they'd really have to dress BC Place up. I'm, I'm not sure if it could work long term. Um, short term be great. Short term, there'd be a honeymoon and everyone would be all in. It'd be great. But you've got a hot, you've got uh, 162 games. So that's 81 home games that you've got to fill. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's, a, that's a challenge. But I, I think if you could, if you could somehow get like a, like the stadium the Mariners have, you know, T-Mobile, park and have that like over the train tracks by waterfront station uh you know right where the whitecaps wanted to build their stadium and have a view of the north shore mountains by the water that would be like that would be amazing and it'd be a huge hit and and vancouver would certainly embrace it yeah i think uh maybe the canadian staff wouldn't be happy about it but i feel like everybody else (laughs) everybody else would be pretty excited for that one uh okay we uh we got to get to some quarantine questions and i'm not going to let you dodge this one uh like Tavares did (laughs) Uh, so lots of Vancouver media folk out there. Let's let's stick with Canucks media. Who would be the worst one to be quarantined with, Rob? Oh man! Uh, <laughs> Don't dance out of this one either. <laughs> no, I'm trying to. Uh, oh, man, who am I going to say? Uh, probably Wyatt. Wyatt would be like playing video games all the time. <laughs> yeah. Um, he'd just be ripping on me. He's too witty. <laughs> he just rip on me and show me the picture of him winning the gold medal and show me the silver. Uh, so I'm going to go Wyatt. That'll yeah. be my answer for that. He's got the dog, though. I mean, that's that's a big plus. 
I uh, see. I'm not a big dog guy either. Okay, so you're I, see, I got a dog. I, I got a dog, but uh, so I like my dog. But I don't know if I. I, I was never a dog person before, so mm-hmm. I, I'm still not really. So I don't know. Huh, interesting. Normally, when you get one, it changes it. You know, it's that guy sitting on your lap all day. But I don't know. Well, it's uh, changed. It's changed me in the sense that, like, I'm still like a dog. <laughs> I like I, I like our dog, but I still like don't like anybody else. I have no interest in anybody else's dogs. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> Rob, noted non-dog guy. <laughs> well, okay. Now I get to give you the 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 easy one the uh the slow pitch who's who's someone that you wouldn't mind let's say you got to do it for we're not going to say three months because i don't think anyone could deal with anyone for three months straight uh from canucks media but let's say two weeks you're stuck there for two weeks you guys gonna watch netflix you guys gonna have to make meals together uh you're gonna have to share the same space who would be the one that you would want to okay i'm going patrick johnson mm-hmm. um simply because i've seen the food he's been cooking lately oh, man, and yeah. the man the man knows his way around the kitchen um if i could just be the Beneficiary of uh, some of the meals coming out of that kitchen. Yeah, yeah. Did that's I see pan- pancakes or pulled pork between pancakes the other day? Oh yeah, it looked like it looked like the red wagon uh, pulled pork pancakes. Un- unreal. <laughs> um, and then I, I and I'd learn a bit about uh, rugby on the along the way yeah. as well. So that'd be good. Yeah, you'd be a superstar next year at sevens for sure. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I mean like, and he's a pro too. That's a great call. He's a guy who's done the fourteen day quarantine. Uh, he might even still have that Super Nintendo that he was talking about, so that might be a good setup for you. <laughs> what about you? Like, what are you keeping busy with? Obviously, you know, tons of stuff with work, and you, you kind of mentioned before we got going or in, or in the interview as well that, you know, it's it's okay. It's a job that you work that you can actually do from home. Uh, but I'm wondering, like, aside from that, what are you keeping busy with? You catching up on a lot of Netflix, or what's going on around the house? Yeah, I mean, hey, I, I, I'm lucky that, uh, you know, uh, a have it, still have a job that you know I'm not in an industry that's been been absolutely decimated uh, by this as, as so many people have mm-hmm. and uh, it's a job that I can do remotely pretty easily so um, so I'm lucky in that sense and yeah I mean man, you know what <laughs> oddly enough and I, I didn't I didn't predict that this would happen I've been watching a ton of news like really I just I like I've never been one <laughs> the, to be like okay I'm watching the six o'clock news I'm yeah. watching like the 10 o'clock like I have the national on CBC PVR every night <laughs> and I have to watch it <laughs> and I've never I've never been that guy yeah. uh, my wife is sick of it she's like oh god more like of this news and I'm like I have to know <laughs> I have to know like I, what Andrew Chang is going to ask the uh, ask the doctors today. Uh, you know, can what can and can't we do during uh, the pandemic? So I'm kind of just hooked to the news. Oddly enough, yeah, uh, been doing that. Been watching a lot of the old games, a lot of a lot of PVRing the old games. I wish there was better selection. I think as a lot of Canucks fans do, mm-hmm. like the games that, we, that Sportsnet has been serving up has been pretty piss poor i'd have to say like you get like one we still have to wait like one game a week that people are interested in seems um seems like not enough but uh, i haven't like watched television or sportsnet or tsn in a long time but i'm like i'm curious what they're even playing like throughout the day almost like it can't just be top 10 for seven days straight (laughs) see the thing is the thing is sportsnet has the rights to all the leagues yeah. it seems so tsn is is a little bit more hooped for showing old um old sporting events mm-hmm. because um i mean they've got they've got what they've got half of the raptors so they're showing half the raptors run sportsnet's showing the other half but sportsnet has all the jays and they have all of the nhl coverage 
So, <laughs> you, so it, it's it's up to Sportsnet to find all the old old clips and old videos um, and package them together for their for their um, broadcast. And I'm, it doesn't make sense to me. I've asked the question to to Sportsnet. They didn't give me a great answer. I didn't think on like <laughs> why they can't find um, better better uh, games to show. It must be harder than it seems it seems like you should have these things on file and and can and can dig them up when you need but anyways uh <laughs> i mean so so i've been a bit disappointed in that but otherwise uh you know i've been i've been uh doing you know cooking probably better meals than we than we normally would be when you know busy and and out and about so yeah. we've got a little more time to do that and been going a lot of runs in the neighborhoods and uh doing some socially distant hikes as well on the weekends mm-hmm. so um, yeah, no, that's that's what I've been up to, and and uh, you know, trying to get onto Twitter and argue with people about Mike Gillis and Jim Benning and all these kinds of things yeah. uh, every now and then as well. well that's good, you know, it's, you're keeping busy. It sounds like, which is good to hear. Um, I, I guess the the other thing I wanted to ask, and obviously, Rob the hockey guy, I got to talk to you about hockey even more. Um, I got to ask about what you think the way this season ends is. Do you think that it's over already? Do you think there's a small chance we see? into playoffs like what do you think is actually going to happen here as we move into the future yeah man i just i don't i mean i think there's a small chance that they could play in july and august yeah but i mean the more if if every i mean bc seems to be leveling off and and kind of flattening the curve you know fingers crossed so that that it holds up but i mean you look at like the situation and in New York and a lot of places in the United States and, and even in, you know, Quebec and Ontario are, are not out of the woods at all. I mean, they're, they're still trying to get, keep things under control. So, I mean, at what point will we be able to, f- will countries be allowing people in a, so, you know, in order to play games again, it's not even just a matter of, okay, can you play closed door games? Like yeah. you've got to be able to have players flying around or flying in from other countries uh, that's right and, and and so it seems like okay maybe they could have like one central location and, and fly all the players in and and keep them in a bubble and 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 hopefully it's fine yeah. but then it's like okay but what if that i mean that's probably unrealistic to have them all in a bubble that, that they that where it's impossible for anyone to get sick but like what if one player gets sick like do you then cancel the playoffs in midstream right. i that, don't know that's I, the worst I, look I, right there yeah i mean and are you gonna award the stanley cup in front of no crowd uh, oh, i just kind of yeah i just don't i don't really see it happening and and you know I think part of the, part of the game is is having a crowd, having having an audience, and, and having home fans, right? Like you know, is the Stanley Cup winning team can they even celebrate the cup? Like you know what I mean? Like yeah. so, it just would. I think you're going to be it, it would, something would be better than nothing, and I'm I hope it comes back. But I just don't see if it goes so late, like into August. I think I think they're probably just going to say, look, let's just. Let's start it up. Let's start it up, start up next season, and let's do it right mm-hmm. instead of instead of really pushing everything back so far. So, I'm less hopeful than I was maybe a month ago. Yeah, <laughs> just, definitely. You know, uh, you know, I, I thought that that there'd be a good chance that they they'd return, but it's it's seeming 
seeming much less likely now. Yeah, darker by the day, unfortunately. But you know what? There are some signs of light coming through, I think, over the past little bit. You talked about BC flattening the curve and, you know, some other some other provinces as well, and hopefully some states start to follow. But I remember seeing uh, that tweet the other day that showed, like, all the active airplanes in the world. Did you see that one mm-hmm. at all? And it showed what was going on in the United States compared to the rest of the world. Uh, that one kind of blew me away. I don't want to get into that too much. You can hear about it on the news uh, in an hour and a half from now. Uh, but uh, I've got a PVR. There you go. Yeah, exactly. Skip the commercials. Yeah. That's got to be the worst part about the news. Uh, I want to ask you about uh, a writer for Daily Hive who has been covering the Vancouver Canucks for you. I think one of the one of the most underfollowed people on Canucks Twitter, Bailey Meadows. Uh, can you tell me a little bit about his work and how he came to Daily Hive? Yeah, I know Bailey's awesome. I totally agree with you. Definitely. Uh definitely underrated out there he really knows his stuff what's his what's his following at oh he's always oh, past the 1000 okay he's, he's doing, one, yeah there you go 1.1 he's on the way up you know he's a, he's an up and comer i mean <laughs> um so bailey uh, went through the same program that uh, you did at uh, bcit yeah. and um bailey was actually my first intern um it was during my geez i'd only been on the job full time with daily hive for about six months or so and and got a got an email from bailey saying wondering if he was looking for an intern and i i kind of didn't even know the answer <laughs> i was like i don't even know if i'll have work but okay sure why not <laughs> so uh, you know kind of figuring out as as we went and he's uh yeah man he's like he's um such an easy such an easy writer to work with he doesn't make a lot of mistakes he's he does what he says and he, and he says what he's gonna do and, and um and he's really knowledgeable about, about the canucks and and uh and hockey in general and we've even put him on i put him on everything I, he was covering raptors for me and everything yeah. so oh, wow, he's awesome. yeah he's kind of he's kind of covered a little bit of everything yeah well that's awesome man uh former guest of the show as well actually a while ago bailey came on um but uh yeah so i appreciate you coming on here rob the final thing i want to ask you because uh, canucks fans need to know are we getting a first round pick this year? That's the question that everyone wants to know right now. Yeah, I don't know. Like, there's, I think there's two parts to that. There's okay. Are they going to get a first round pick? And the second part is, do you want? Do we want them to have the pick? Do we not want them to have? Like, do we want the to give away the non lottery pick now, and then you're assured of not losing? A lottery pick, yeah. Or do you want to get the pick this year in a in a deep draft, and that, but then risk, you know, having uh, you know having the team slip a little bit next year and then and fall out of the playoffs? Then that could be the real doomsday scenario. Yeah, <laughs> um, it's tough because yeah. Point okay, so they were in ninth place when the when the NHL paused, but they would be in a playoff spot by points percentage, right? But I mean, how, I guess it depends on how is that JT Miller trade phrased. It's it's if they make the playoffs, right? Yeah, I guess they didn't and, make the playoffs. If they right? don't, <laughs> if they don't make the playoffs, so I I, I feel like it'll be a, a technicality on on however that's that's written up. It, it, like, it, do they if they have to make the playoffs for that to count? Then I think they didn't make the playoffs, so they keep the pick. I think they should, you know, just give two first round picks back to the Canucks. Like, let them keep both. That might be uh, a good way to solve this one. Like, the Canucks have been screwed for a long time with the league. Maybe this is the time to give back. <laughs> yeah, no doubt, right? Yeah, that will no doubt not happen, though. But uh, <laughs> thanks for coming on, we, Rob. You know what? We need we need them to have a first round pick because that's going to be the only thing, especially if they yes. cancel the season. That's going to be the only thing we'll have to look forward to that we can really sink our teeth into about okay. 
what are you know like what's going to happen and and then the other thing is okay so are they a lottery team or are they not yeah that's the right? other question yeah cuz i could see a scenario where okay they keep their pick yet they're not a lottery team because they go by points percentage right that would be right. see that puts them in a really interesting situation then cuz it's like they didn't right. make the playoffs they're not a lottery <laughs> team what the hell happens with the first round pick so yeah there's there's a lot to come and that's you know that's that's probably coming after the whole season's canceled. So that's a, that's a ways away. Uh, we got some hockey to hope for until then, at least. Uh, so yeah, thanks for doing this, Rob. It was good to get uh, get in contact with you again and chat on the show, keeping up with the media, uh, the Thursday episode. And uh, yeah, unless there's anything else you want to close out with, thanks for doing this, man. Yeah, no problem, man. I'm happy to, happy to do it anytime. There it is, folks. Another great interview with Rob Williams. You find all of his work on Daily Hive. It's been nice to see them keeping up with some sports news. Uh, one of the only sites that is really putting out consistent stuff lately so make sure to check them out hopefully you guys have been enjoying these episodes so far and we'll be diving into friday's episode with patrick johnston of the province uh on friday before we release the episode 76 i think it will be on saturday so that'll be out saturday at 5 a.m for you guys and hopefully you guys have enjoyed uh this week of content that we've been trying to put out with keeping up with the media and uh yeah quadrelli will be back tomorrow with patrick johnson so we'll see you guys I'll see you guys on Saturday. Quads will see you guys tomorrow. So uh, stay safe, stay indoors, and stay away from people. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.